following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the Michigan Sports Network. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE to get the hookups. And you can get in on opening day in Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, soccer, the Final Four down in Houston, and more. Just use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings on the HUGE show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the HUGE show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the HUGE show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's our number two on a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. This man is buttoned up. He gets everything done. No anxiety, no stress. He just posts and shows up. And inside this hour, we'll welcome in studio Jeff Risden, breaking down Lions free agency, the offseason, and also looking ahead uh, to the draft, which is you know a little over a month away. Uh, where will the Lions go at 6-18? and 18? What about the Lamar Jackson story? Are the Lions a player uh, that could be shocking in bringing Lamar Jackson to Detroit? I doubt that will happen, but uh, you never know what Holmes and Campbell are doing. Risden will also break down the rest of the NFC North. Will Jackson request a deal, get the Rodgers deal done, or will Green Bay maybe make Rodgers sweat a little bit? And say, you know what? Now nah, we want more. Or and make the Jets give them more. Could the Jets pull a move where they go after Lamar Jackson? There's a lot to talk about. Uh, free agents, you know, DJ is off to join Thalen in Carolina where they're putting together something, Frank Reich, right now, based on where they go. And they could be in the Lamar Jackson uh, hunt. Who knows? Uh, a lot going on. If you have an NFL question, uh, you can drop it at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. And also you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank with locations wherever you're listening right now, all across Michigan. A local bank you can depend on and trust. And that's more important than ever before. And thanks to our friends from Mercantile Bank. So join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Uh, Jeff Risden in studio. So let's get to the big NFL headline today. Lamar Jackson formally requesting a trade, saying that Baltimore, where he's representing himself, which is kind of crazy when you're at that level, didn't meet his financial demands. So now you look at who is in the hunt, who has the salary cap money, because that's going to be what he wants is fully guaranteed money. And you're guessing at what? At least two hundred million fully guaranteed or more. It, it, that's what he's asking for. I don't, I don't know if he's going to get that. Baltimore certainly isn't going to give it to him. So that's you know that's 
Who is, who's the front runner? You said Houston before we just went yeah, Houston. on air. And I explain the Texans move because I, I, I do like the scenario you talked about with Lamar going to Houston. Yeah, so Houston has two first-round picks this year. They have number two, and they have Cleveland's at number 10 that they got for Deshaun Watson. And that's the the genesis for the reason why Lamar isn't getting paid. Because Deshaun Watson got a fully guaranteed $242 million contract. Lamar Jackson can point to that guy and say, hey, I'm better than him. I got an MVP. I've won playoff games. Deshaun hasn't really done that. He's, he's won one playoff game in his career. So there, that's where the friction comes from. And that would be, you know, that, just the, the whole circle of life. You know, the the Ouroboros with the snake eating its own tail there. It's fun. And Houston has, they have the money. They can afford to get him in. They have the cap room to do it. The other thing with that, and don't, don't forget about this factor, when you do a guaranteed contact, contract, all of the money that is guaranteed in the contract has to be in escrow with the NFL. That means the owner has to have that kind of cash. They have that in Houston. They, they're not hurting for money down there. There are other teams that can't do that. The Raiders are a great example. They have to. They, they can't do those sorts of deals because their, their owner doesn't have the cash to do it. Uh, there's questions about a couple other teams, too, but they you don't have those worries with Houston. And then you know, Lamar wants – they want – they are. They have tagged him with the non-exclusive franchise tag, which means that if somebody signs him to a deal like the Texans, you have to give up a first-round pick this year and a first-round pick next year. Well, they've got that extra first-rounder this year. They'll have enough draft capital to play around to get one next year where they give it up, and they're fine. So they make a lot of sense to me. doesn't mean that they're going to do it, but they make, they make the most sense of the teams that could feasibly pull it off. I mean, we'll just say the Lions... Lions aren't going to do that. They're not moving on from Jared Goff for Lamar Jackson. There's just too many moving parts to that. Is is Lamar Jackson a better quarterback than Jared Goff? Probably. Is he better in Detroit in 2023? Heck no. Well, you're looking at the teams that are really in desperate need of a QB, where that would be Houston, it would be Indy, it would be Carolina. Those are obvious teams, but the question is, do they have the salary cap? Can they restructure uh, even a Bill Belichick who could just dump on Mac Jones and restructure a bunch of deals. I don't know if they got a ton of money tied up with anybody specifically. And Indy doesn't have a star. If you want, I Houston or again two of the teams you know that are going to take a quarterback if they don't get Lamar in the draft. Those are they're no brainers. And then, but if you're Indy. Your first round pick, you have to give up what four yeah, early, four, right? Four, and then whatever you're going to give up next year, and that's, and then you've got to pay him. Like they, they just paid Quentin Nelson, Quentin Nelson, a boatload of money. They are, they're not hurting for cap, but that would that would tap them out, and that that's a team. Like three years ago, when when after the Andrew Luck thing happened, they rebounded pretty nicely, and they patched it together with with Philip Rivers, and they tried with Carson Wentz, and tried with Matt Ryan. Like that window for that specific team has closed, so they're kind of at the start of a new one. I, I think Lamar is better for a team that 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 window's open now. Now Houston is certainly not that, so that that sort of poo poos my own argument there. But they, they're, you know, Carolina Carolina is fascinating because I can see Frank Reich, their new head coach, down there figuring out how to run an offense around him. They just added DJ Chark. If you look at Adam the, Thalen, right? Yeah. yeah, Adam Thalen. They're the wide receivers that that Jackson has played with in Baltimore is almost criminal. Like they're they're not good. And the the other thing is, they're all really small guys. 
Like the, the, the one big guy that they brought in was Miles Boykin from Notre Dame. He can't play. Like their starting receivers last year, not one of them was taller than five ten. Like you're asking, a, Lamar Jackson is a good quarterback. He's a good passer. He's not an elite, accurate guy. When you got guys with that small of a catch, you're like you got to have that ball right on point all the time. That that's asking a lot for a quarterback. So it, like he's going to go somewhere. You know, just go back to the Texans for a second. They have some some receivers with some size. They got Nico Collins down there from Michigan, promising rookie season. He's emerging as as a real weapon. They've they've got some pieces to work with. Down they have a run game. They have an elite left tackle in Laramie Tunsil. Like the pieces fit for that. So that that would be my best speculation to where he winds up. But with what the Ravens do, who knows? They've made some weird choices in that franchise lately. Um, ever since Ozzie Newsome left uh, and Eric DaCosta took over, it's, it's been it's been different there. Do they have to by the NFL rules? And Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and also Draft Wire joining us in studio, one of our Lions insiders. With that non-exclusive tag, can there be a trade done to supersede that? Yes. Which would be different because he requested a trade. Which, you know, I, I think, he, I don't know the positioning of Lamar Jackson on that from the story earlier today. So you're Baltimore, and yeah, you, you would look at Houston with the 10 pick. You would look at Indy with the 4 pick, because now you can get your quarterback of the future, right? Right. And then another team that was mentioned, and we talked about Carolina and the obvious QB need teams. I mentioned even the Vikings on the list at CBS Sports on potential landing spots, and they would just dump on Cousins. But the Lions were listed as the seventh most likely landing spot for Lamar Jackson. And why? Because they have those two first-rounders. They do. Okay, so they could give up 18, keep six, give up 18. The question is, with their salary cap, which I think I saw still was third in the NFL I think it was Sport Track or something. Yeah, they, they've they've monkeyed around with the uh, the cap. Do they enough. have Do they have enough money? Salary cap deals are locked into now. Moving forward, do they have enough to pull off a Lamar Jackson trade from the Ravens to the Lions? If Baltimore wants Jared Goff in return, but I don't think they want that. That and that like if you're adding Lamar Jackson in with Jared Goff, that doesn't work. I mean, that because you, you're going to be paying Lamar Jackson, even if you manipulate the cap the way that the Lions have done a great job with, and, and Brandon Sosna and, and Mike Disner deserve a lot of credit for that. You're looking at committing $50 million to your quarterback this year and more than that in, in the coming years. Uh, so that does not work. You mean for Goff going to it, the Ravens? Yeah, if, if Goff doesn't go. Like the golf would have to go in the trade. yeah yeah to, for money yeah. purposes uh, yeah and but then the Ravens get a quarterback and then they could get uh, still get eighteen and right. and they're better off at the QB position they're still strong defensively they're well coached uh, with John Harbaugh I, I, but what does that do I'm thinking on the Lions side you take a risk on the culture chemistry and the way Lamar refused to play. Even the end that, here, that's that's and a it got public and it went deal, on Twitter. Man. You yeah. know, if you notice, the Lions aren't saying anything negative on Twitter like they used to back in the Patricia days, right? <laughs> They're smarter than that now. Well, they are. Yeah, it's they a are. culture. Yeah. That's accountability. Exactly. It's rules are being established. Do what do you think Holmes and Campbell are doing right now with the news today that Lamar Jackson is on the block? 
I think they're looking for one of the teams that's ahead of them in the draft to take him, and that means that a better option for quarterback, whether they want to take him or they want somebody to come up and trade for that, is on the table. Because uh, that Lamar Jackson is better than any quarterback you can get in this draft, and I I say that is as he better who, than golf? Oh yes, okay. he right. is. All right, so now I'm I'm going to go down, always upgrading. <laughs> I'm going to play the upgrade game. Yeah, okay. If he's better than golf, which we agree, and former yeah. MVP, and you know still can run, and uh, never had the weapons, and now you got Jamison Williams. Uh, think about Ooh. that speed at QB. Uh, yeah, oh, do the math on that uh, with the running game with that line. You're your Holmes and Campbell. Do you do you say this is a game changer? This is our Mahomes. This is our Burrow. This is our Josh Allen. This is where for his contract, if it's five years and it's two hundred forty two million guaranteed to get past Deshaun Watson's number, this is the guy that can bring a Super Bowl to Detroit. He could, but I think they 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 had they've. Everything they have said, let me spit that out properly, everything they have said indicates that they believe that Jared Goff is that guy. And they're not really interested in making they a move on that. They finished 8-2 at Goff. They right? did. And we don't, we, we, we don't debate that. We talked he, about he it last week. We talked about it last week. Who's better than him in the NFC? Hurts. Uh, yeah. Right now? Yeah. And that's that's the list. Like, and maybe Dak Prescott, there'll be an maybe. argument. Yeah. Right? Maybe. Like there, there's, there's, you can have some arguments with some people, but who's definitively Carl better than him? will have to prove it with the Saints. Exactly. Trey Lance hasn't proven it. Purdy, Purdy healthy, you would say, okay, sophomore jinx, but now he's, you know, at the time. Yeah, who knows what's going on with that? surgery yeah, so, so I who else you know Geno Smith had a good year he did beat golf in Detroit I was there at that game I, I knew he did but, but golf golf is the guy in 2023 and they've they've committed the offense to building around like we, at this point last year we were talking about how offensive coordinator um, Ben Johnson was tailoring the offense to what Jared Goff does well I think he did a fantastic job of doing that last year that's one of the reasons why golf was so good was because he had input and they, they moved things in the direction of what Jared Goff does well. What Jared Goff does well is not what Lamar Jackson does well, which means you're going to have to change things again. Your offensive line is built for a guy like Goff who's going to sit in the pocket, who's not going to take off. Lamar, like, it, it's a would, would the Lions line be able to do it? Absolutely. I, I don't have any doubt that Panay Sewell couldn't be a great blocker for him. But you're changing things on the fly when what was working was working really well. And I just don't see that the Lions have any real interest in doing that kind of thing. Our Bud Light huge question of the day. If you were Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell, would you try and trade? Not saying you can get it done. Would you try and trade for Lamar Jackson? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank Listener line, add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. So I, I look at the Stafford deal, and this is almost the feeling of a reverse Stafford move where, you know, nobody saw that coming. Yeah. Right? Nobody yeah. nobody saw it coming, and it ended up working well for both sides. It did. Right? All right. Uh, Rams get the Super Bowl in year one of Stafford. Lions uh, find their way 8-2 and two final Ten games, so the the room, uh, their war room, their off season war room, not just you know draft weekend. If you got a chance to get better, I, what I've always heard from the good coaches, the good GMs, uh, any level, 
you know, at, at professional sports, that if you have a chance to get better, you make the move. But, man, you have been using a fine-tooth comb to cleanse and sweep and get through that culture building and golf established as a leader. And, yeah, they don't want to go after a backup. But my first thought was, Jeff, about what you said about golf didn't want anybody challenging him. That that's not that's not where he flourishes as a QB, right? Right. That was definitely true in Los Angeles, that's right? For right. Sure. Well, and, you, and you brought that up, and I thought about that when we got the Nate Sudfeld, and then you did your quick video uh, on the Detroit Lions. Podcast. I was not happy. No, I know. I still not that. happy about. I mean, it. and then the freeze frame. I'm going. Did Jeff get arrested? Uh, what's going on here, right here? Is Jeff? Is Jeff? Has Jeff had a sports bar breaking TVs right now in the Detroit Lions podcast opinion on Nate Sudfeld? We'll talk about that later. But if you have the opportunity, and and my God, that you know that almost is something. That only Sheila Hamp, Holmes, Spillman, Dorsey, Dan, Ben Johnson, they're in a room and they say, guys, what do you think? The good business would be today, if they'd not already done it, Do if he becomes available, do we ever make a run at him? Right. They've already talked about this at some point. Oh, absolutely. They've covered the space before, for sure. Um, the only thing I'll say on it is that I'll go to John Dorsey's old organization for a second. And the reason why this whole situation is up, the Cleveland Browns did do that. They had Baker Mayfield, a guy who won a playoff game in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. with his head coach locked in his basement with COVID. And they decided to make the move on Deshaun. And, and who was in charge? Yeah, well, the owner's in charge. But yeah. Jimmy Haslam is in charge, and that's not a good situation. But Jimmy must not do well at the casinos. Jimmy, Jimmy's a guy who, who legitimately, this is a true story, listened to a homeless guy telling him to take Johnny Manziel in the first round of the, what is the 2014 NFL draft? That, Tell that, me he gave the guy at least a hundy. He probably threw a pack of cigarettes at no, him. No, he became assistant guess. GM, and the next thing, he's a new movie. Uh, it's called Draft Day 2 with Kevin Costner. Could very well be. <laughs> but that that's... That's 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 the downside of making a move like this because that's that's a very analogous move. Like they moved on from their their guy, who like there were some questions about Baker Mayfield for sure. Um, I I raised them several times, but he was a guy who could win. You could win with him. They proved you could win with him as the Lions did with Goff last year, and they made that radical move. And now they have gone backwards, big time. That's one of the reasons why Houston has assets is because the Browns gave them to them. Yeah, but Lamar doesn't do have the baggage. He might have the attitude uh, baggage, but he doesn't have the baggage. Oh, certainly not, had certainly not the off-field stuff. Right, no. right. Uh, so, that's, so I just want to ask you, yeah. Jeff, and Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire, follow them on Twitter, Facebook, online, joining us in studio. Just pure football. Mm-hmm. How much better, equal, or worse would the Lions be if Lamar Jackson was their quarterback from game one in 2023? That's a good question. I would say, and I think I just, I, I kind of hinted at like they, their offense is so tailored to what Jared Goff is, and Lamar Jackson would have to come in and run that, or, you know, the, the offense would have to move more towards Lamar. I kind of think it, would, it wouldn't be any better than equal. Because of, of where they're at with Goff and the talent they've got around him and the way that the offense is designed. Now, long term, maybe, but I mean, this this is a team built to win right now. Yeah, they, they there's no reason the Lions can't win the NFC North next year, host a playoff game or two 
Tell me how they, your golf. How, how at worst now with the seventeen game schedule, you can't look at this team and think eleven and six. Yeah. And by the way, the odds are out on that. And they, their their current odds are nine point five. Yeah, that, that that's that's going to go up. DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> Big Board had the over under on Lions season wins at nine and a half. And that might be a worthwhile investment. I'd take folks. that right now. <laughs> I the, would too. I'm on the NFL futures right now. on the DraftKings. We go to break. I'm hitting it up. <laughs> and why not? I'd take nine. Get to ten. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know. Probably close to even money odds on that. I would you know? think so. Yeah. So I. That's where we're at here. It, it is a question that will be interesting, and I'm sure across the state of Michigan and Twitter and Facebook with the news coming out with Lamar, a lot of people will be talking about this. Absolutely. And the key is, okay, um, Green Bay, uh, the Vikings were on that list. The last thing you would want, okay, he's not going to Chicago. They, they're locked in with fields. Yes, they are. The last, I don't think Green Bay has the money. But if they flush the... That would be a wild situation okay. to go from from Aaron Rodgers to Lamar well, That's where I'm I'm, oh I'm saying if you're the Lions in that conversation now, <laughs> Jeff, if he ends up in Green Bay or they pushed out Cousins, you know, the Vikings are thinking, hey, man, you know, we're on turf. We got our speed. We got Jefferson, you know, this, that. We're, you know, upgraded uh, on defense. You know, and all of a sudden he's your competition. The, the, here's here's the tricky NFL business part of Lamar being out there that I think the Lions have already had or will have those discussions, right? Yeah. What do you do? I'll go back to Bill Belichick for a second, who I think is the best coach of the Super Bowl era. Yes. And one of the things that he's said consistently is, I don't worry about what other teams are doing. I worry about my football team. And he was interesting with quarterbacks. He would play the best. He would not, if you read like Bledsoe's story, right? Yep, absolutely. And even last year, like... Even Belichick's the same way. Absolutely. If, if Bailey Zappi is better than Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi's playing You don't Mac think Jones. Belichick sees the modern era, which he hasn't had one of those modern era quarterbacks? Where he he tried run. Cam for a year, but Cam was broken. No, no, he was. Yeah. But he, yeah. he had a you know Lamar's twenty six. He seems older. It seems like he's been in the league. Does feel? Doesn't it feel, it doesn't years, it feel like he's it? been around? Yeah, oh, 20, yeah. Class, draft class of twenty eighteen. Yeah, so are, he's only twenty six. That you're Belichick and you find a way to get him in New England because again, look, Rodgers could be there with the Jets mm-hmm. or should be there. Uh, Josh, Josh Allen, Allen. Uh, Tua. You see where I'm, you know, I'm going here? That, he knows to compete. My last run, uh, yeah, I'll sell the farm. I can coach everybody up. This is, you know, Belichick is, what, 70 now, right? Yeah, he is. Fight fire with fire. So that's, your last uh, maybe four or five-year run is Lamar's deal, right? That, that's an interesting thought. That That's a very interesting thought. Do they that's, have enough? Uh, the key is I, I think most teams can make room, but I'm trying to think who the Patriots are really locked into. They would have. They would have to give money, up. Right? They could give up Mac Jones and a first round pick and cap filler. Um, they're they're not hurting for cap, but they they'd have to they'd have to do some movement. They'd have to. But they don't have any any monster contracts that at least no. you know publicly you. No, hear they about. don't. They don't have anything that's wild. They they overpaid for a couple of offensive linemen, but those you know the the python the deer's gone. That so the Lions the just need already. Lamar to stay in the AFC. That would be preferable, yes, because that well, guy Belichick, can play. He's, he's not, not just because I don't want him, uh, you know, with in Green Bay or in Minneapolis if they would push out Cousins, but Lamar with Belichick and Belichick gets to have the modern quarterback who can run and throw that he's never had, and he's watched it now with, with Tua. 
and he's watched it with Josh Allen. Rodgers will be your typical NFL West Coast pocket passer, but you know Belichick getting his hands on Lamar Jackson. That's kind of fun if you're if you're just an NFL fan. Now, but but you're, you're the Ravens. Are you going to trade him AFC? You're going to look NFC first. I would think so. That make that absolutely makes sense. But I mean, the Lions did trade Stafford within the NFC. Granted, that was a different scenario. But that's yeah. That's I hadn't really thought about the Patriots. Honestly, huge, and that that's that's got my got the gears grinding. I well, like I, it. I'm just thinking that you know, and Belichick talks to Saban a lot, and Saban went through the hey, I'm going to leave the McElroy, AJ McCarron days, and he started going to the hybrid quarterbacks, right? Absolutely, Jalen Hurts to. Uh, you know, uh, now Bryce, Bryce Young. Young. Yeah. And so, you know, Belichick and him, which that that HBO show when they talk football still was phenomenal. I, uh, I was, it still is. I'll, I'll catch it on the on demand on HBO Max and I'll watch it. And it's so good because it's so pure. And you really get a side of Belichick's uh, the genius part of him. Oh, 100%. When, and the same thing when with Saban. He wants to talk football. Like he's normally a very droll guy. You just you don't want to interview him. But when you when he's on football, he can just wax poetic, and it's beautiful, and it's informative, and he's got stories, and he backs them up. It's it's look again. He's not Mister Personality, but when he's going on football, you darn well better listen. All right, so the wrap up the Lamar Jackson part of this conversation. Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, online. Part of the USA Today. Network joining us in studio talking Lions all season. Uh, we'll get to the backup quarterback situation in our next segment. Uh, but putting the lid on the Lamar conversation for today, the odds on the Rizzy meter, <laughs> 10 being the highest, zero the lowest, that they would make a trade for Lamar Jackson. 10 being the highest and zero the lowest. Uh, like 1.75. 1.75. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> All right, Rizzy. We'll get to the Nate Sudfeld story, which is going to be a two-and-a-half-hour. <laughs> They're going to call it 30 for 30 for 30 for 30 plus 30. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk uh, Nate Sudfeld. Uh, he is in studio. Not Nate, but Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire. If you have a Lions question... Uh, you can join in on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is HUGE. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, 
press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute. Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan, 19 stations strong. Weekday afternoons, 3 until 6. Go to thehugeshow.net. Also on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen when you're on spring break. Spring break? Hey, spring break? Spring break. Uh, Anywhere in the country where you have mobile service, just search The Huge Show on the iHeart app and our free stream online weekdays at 3. Also at thehugeshow.net. Uh, Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow them on Twitter and Facebook in studio talking Lions off season. Okay, so last segment, uh, we discussed the QB position and the possibility, the remote possibility of trading for Lamar Jackson. Uh, last week, uh, you were in studio early in the week. Uh, we talked about the backup QB situation with the Lions. No way they would go with Nate Sudfeld. Uh, into the regular season, and they weren't signing any of the available quality free agent QBs. And then, you know, we get word end of last week that they're going with Nate Sudfeld. Now, the question is, when I calmed down later that day, and I know you were fired up on your Detroit Lions podcast. Just just a little bit. Uh, opinion on <laughs> Sudfeld. You know, the one negative from last year that I, I will not forget, and a lot of people say I harp on it, that the Lions and Campbell and Ben Johnson thought they saw something in Boyle. And I do. there was no tape in the NFL of him doing anything. He must be a great guy, maybe the culture guy. Uh, he wasn't going to push golf, but they invested millions in him. And it was a tragic mistake. So 
They seem to have learned from their mistakes, whether it was Campbell calling plays or we can go down the list, right, in, right. in the first two years. Because I think their slow starts were all about kind of feeling out the process and then correcting your mistakes and showing you could uh, do the right thing. So to get the news that Nate Sudfeld was signed as the current number two QB, like I said, when I stepped back, Jeff, I said, okay, there's two ways here. This tells me they're going to get a quarterback uh, first or second round. Yeah. Or they're going to wait to the, you know, the June salary cap casualty dates and see if another guy falls into their lap or things like this Lamar Jackson movement and the Rodgers movement that could free up some veteran backups. Yeah, and that's certainly either one of them is could absolutely happen. Look, I don't do I think that Nate Sudfeld will be the number 2 quarterback this no. I don't even know if he's going to make the team. But the fact that Brad Holmes tells us at the combine and and I take this personally cuz he looked directly at me when he said this, um, and I was standing in a group of people in front of the podium with him, and he looked right at me. It was either me or Ben Raven who was standing next to me, where the two tall guys are, and he was looking right at us. And he said, yeah, I screwed up. I, I got to do better with the backup quarterback position. And then you give us the same backup quarterback. Like, do you smell what you're shoveling? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it's, uh, I, I, I've calmed down some. I, I do that. I so I, I took a deep breath. Yeah. I was fired up with yeah, my you, first you, couple of tweets and Facebook posts on it, and I saw your uh, video opinion. I I was going to drop you a message and make sure your blood pressure wasn't going <laughs> off the rails, or the yeah, human was, show has really creeped inside your football soul. There, the Detroit Lions podcast. Yeah, ran was, on Sunday. I was I was agitated, and you I, know why? Because it's the first move, really, outside of the egg at Carolina. That entire game that was rough. Okay, yeah. They haven't given us a lot to complain about since they were one and six. You're right. You're absolutely right. The Carolina game on Christmas Eve, right? That was okay. that was a tough one. And but since then, that, that's about it. Yeah, right? I mean, people want to quibble with Jamal Williams. Like I understand that one. Why why he's gone? I understand why DJ Chark is gone. Like I, I those are perfectly plausible moves. This one, I I still don't understand the logic behind it. Like why sign him now? What's your purpose in doing that? Was he was he going to be signed by somebody else? I don't think so. That's it, not like you were competing against anybody else. It's almost else. like Why they signed him for insurance in case they don't get the quarterback in the draft. Yeah, that that's certainly a, yeah that makes sense. But again, why would you do it now? Why would you Why would you not wait a little bit? Is Is anybody beating down Nate Sudfeld's door? I don't think so. Like this is he's not he's he's thrown what twenty five passes and. Seven years. It was the boil. It's the boil syndrome. And and keep in mind, just to go back a little bit further with Brad Holmes, it's the guy who thought that John Wolford was a viable replacement for Jared Goff. And I worry, like I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on Goff because that's working out pretty well. But his eyes for quarterback, you got to have a little bit of. Maybe he needs a prescription change on that or something because the backups that they brought in when he was in Los Angeles and when he was in charge of their scouting were not impressive. And the backups that he's brought into Detroit have been worse than that. I'm a little concerned about that. Is it something that, like, oh, he's got to, like, no, no, he's he's fine. He's good. He's certainly done a whole lot more good than bad. But if if you're going to just blindly accept that he thinks that Tim Boyle and John Wolford and guys like that are, are quality NFL, like, Maybe he needs a little bit more input from his staff on the quarterback situation and drafting a quarterback for the future. 
And if you want to have confidence about them drafting whoever in the first round, and I don't know who they're going to draft in the first or second round, my guess today would be Hendon Hooker from Tennessee, but that's just a guess. I don't know. I don't know if they know yet. They're talking about him a lot this weekend. I know you talked about him uh, last week on the show. That, you know, I think Pat McAfee also said, why aren't more people talking about, you know, Hendon Hooker? That's why I look at the Lions, and because of their draft stock and capital, you know, they have the ability to throw in a second rounder to Arizona and say, we want to pick third and we'll give you six and a second rounder. And they can get their quarterback of the future. And they can do that. Whether it's Richardson, C.J. Stroud, or Bryce Young. Right. Um, Got to throw Will Levis in there, too, even though oh, I... So would you yeah, I would you make that. that move? If if you're Holmes and Campbell, would you trade up to three, you flip to six, or Arizona flips to six, and you give up the later second rounder? I would, yes. You I get w- a quarterback of the future. You can do that for it's a quarterback? It's like you're getting a potential overall number one type guy. Exactly. And... Uh, if you don't trust that your staff can develop a guy like like Anthony Richardson, and you have or the two Bryce years Young. of Goff's contract for this guy to develop. Right, you certainly have one year with Goff for sure. Um, Goff's going to need at this point next year. We we will be talking about Jared Goff's new contract, whether it's in Detroit or somewhere else. Well, if he takes him to the playoffs and they are eleven and six, he's going to get a big deal, and he deserves it. He exactly. deserves every penny of it. If they and they'll give it to him. If they miss the playoffs, they're not resigning. Right, and but if they miss the playoffs, they're too good to be bad. And that's that's the issue. So is that why do you go make your trade? That's right why you now? do it now because your your pick at six is a gift because the Rams were unexpectedly so bad. You thought that pick at best would be low twenties, right? Absolutely. All right. So Absolutely. they were so bad. So you can't look at six and say, "Oh, we can't give away six. So you give away again the later second rounder and six. Arizona has Murray. They're not. They don't need a quarterback. Yeah. And. Throw in Jeff Okuda for for good measure because he, he won't be here that okay, long. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> and you make that deal. I I would approve that because now that. you have options. So now your question is: Okay, um, CJ Anthony Richardson, Lavis, uh Bryce Young, you're going to have whatever the the top two because you have to think somebody's going to trade with the Bears, right? Yeah, well, the Panthers are one. It's, right, the Panthers yeah, already yeah, did the sure, deal. It sure feels like they're right. taking C.J. Right, so they already did the deal yeah. with the Bears. Yeah. I was thinking, I, or they already did the deal with the Bears, yeah. so the Bears dropped down. So they're going, that's a quarterback at one. Yeah. Right, and then two. The Texans are taking a quarterback. Quarterback. So then yeah. the Lions would trade with Arizona. Yeah, yeah so the they, they, they would be done. third in line, and then Indianapolis is at four. The, you do have to worry about Indianapolis trading up to three. To just to make sure that the, the Lions don't make a move like that if they have a quarterback that they prefer. Because their their owner has already said, we're taking a quarterback, and has told their GM, you're taking a quarterback, So where's picking in the second round? Would they give up their second rounder to get their quarterback? Probably, I would think. It makes sense, They have yeah. to be picking higher. Again, I don't know with all the trades. Like I, they, they have... They got a couple of comp picks, too. So they have, okay, they have a couple of third-round picks to play with. But the Lions, you know, they... They certainly have the ability, if they want to get their court, they are not going to be in a position like this next year where, let's say, let's say they finish, let's say they, they are, they need to move on from golf because he didn't get it done and they're eight and nine next season, which I, I personally find implausible, but we'll play. But now play, you have we'll, a second year QB yeah. ready to take over. Right. We'll play it out. So then you're looking at, you're picking 15th and you've got, the next year's number one, well, fifteen, and the the next year's number one. If you're getting a quarterback, like 
that's that's not going to get you higher than eight or nine. That's not getting you into the range to get your quarterback next year, whether it's Drake May. This is this is a Quinn security Ewers blanket or, if you're or, able to make this move because you were given the gift of the Rams' horrible season. Exactly, and you have that extra second rounder, so you you then would get your QB still have eighteen, right? Right, and you and you lower it to one second rounder, right? But you have your quarterback now. And you have that year, if not two years, to play with golf, right? Yeah, and you've got you've got the guy in the system. He can learn. He can get chemistry with the receivers. He can understand. He can, if he's coming from somewhere far away, he can understand what Detroit's all about. Like Detroit, it's a it's a peculiar city, and I don't mean that bad. It's just different than where a lot of dudes are from. You know, Will Levis is he's from I think Central Pennsylvania. Uh, Anthony Richardson's from Coastal Alabama. Like the, it's different cultures, and you got to you got to fit into that. It takes a little time sometimes. You know, it took Stafford some time to adjust to being in Detroit. And again, that's it took not some ne- time too. Yeah, I it's think. not it's not right? a negative against Detroit. It's just it is what it is. It's it's different. And I, I like the idea of having your successor in play. Um, also, uh, and you know, I'm big on this because I I talk about it all the time on the Detroit Lions podcast. This is a team that should be winning playoff games. If not next year, the year after that, if Jared Goff right now, if he hits his, hits his finger on a helmet and misses two games, they're losing those two games. Like you can't afford to lose those games. You've got to have a better backup than Nate Bleepin' Sudfeld to come in to do that. And I I'm very adamant that they need to to have a quality number two quarterback who can ascend to number one if Jared Goff. Maybe maybe Jared Goff gets t- maybe Ben Johnson gets a head coaching job somewhere and he wants to take Jared Goff with him. That's certainly plausible. Um, I don't think it would happen, but it's, you got to consider that that that's that they've got to have a backup plan in place that's better than again Nate Bleep and Sudfeld. Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow both on Facebook and Twitter and online. Joining us in studio on this Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up uh, to get uh, the hookups. That's promo code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, more with Rizzy. Uh, we'll talk about the rest of the Lions offseason. Look ahead to the NFL draft. You have a Lions question? You can join us, NFL question, on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MerckBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. 
Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With a shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment, hour number two with Jeff Risden from Lions Wire and Draft Wire in studio. Make sure you follow uh, Jeff on Twitter at J-E-F-F-R-I-S-D-O-N, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, two must-follows on Facebook and on Twitter. If you do have a Lions or NFL question for Jeff or myself, uh, you can drop it on the Mercantile Bank listener line. That's 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Big. Bad. Huge. 